Welcome to our Living in the Garden podcast. We cannot even begin to express how grateful we are that you are here with us today as we share in our friendship with you and one another. You are here with Allie, Haley, and Taylor, and we are overjoyed to walk through this living garden hand in hand with you. Join us each week as we chat about authentic friendship, our struggle buses, accompaniment, and all of the happies and crappies in between. Without further ado, grab a cup of coffee or a rice cake, cuddle up in your comfy, and let the fun begin. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to uh, the Living in the Garden podcast. We are here today in person with each other, which is pretty awesome, and we have our dear friend Christine with us. So we are super excited to be with you with you here. And now, uh, buckle up, though, because this is going to be a little bit of a wild ride this week. We definitely had some plans, and they got turned around a little bit, but we'll ride right through it with you, so hang on. Um before we go into it though, Christine, what is your rose and thorn for this week? Yeah, so I just wanted to say like thank you so much for having me on this podcast. It's truly been um, just like such an honor and like such a gift to be able to listen to you guys each week and then to actually be with you guys today is um, just so great and something I'm so thankful for. Um, but my rose this week is that I got to go back to work. So a little backstory is like I had COVID like two. <laughs> Two weeks ago so I was on um, a quarantine and it was actually really good like I was able to like recenter myself and it was a good start to the year um, despite having COVID um, to just really prioritize God and just um, really figure out like what my purpose was and just recenter my life um, but it was difficult to be off work for two weeks and so this past week I gotta go back to work and just to be back with um, patients and um, just I don't know I find a lot of purpose in my work and so um, it was such a gift to transition back to work and be back with my co-workers um, it's just something I really love to do so that was my rose for the week and then my thorn is okay so like I really don't know anything about cars <laughs> and um, I was I had to get an oil change and I've actually never gotten an oil change by myself. <laughs> Shout out to my mom because she always does the oil changes for me. Um, but this was the first time I had to do it on my own. So I was like, mom, where do I even go to get an oil change? And so I was, she was like, oh, you should just go to Walmart. And I was like, okay. The Walmart's super cheap. They're like 20, 30 bucks. But I was like, but also Walmart's a little bit sketchy. So I was like a little bit unsure about it. Um, but she's like, yeah, just call and make an appointment. So I called them up and I was like, um, yeah, I just need to like schedule an oil change. And they're like, oh, it's a first come first serve basis. So you like, you don't even have to like make a phone call or like make an appointment. You can just come right in. And so I was like, okay, great. So like I came in Thursday morning, I think it was. And I didn't know where to park or anything. And then I like go in and I just like, I feel like I looked so dumb because they're like, oh, like what, what version of the oil change do you want? And I was like, oh, there are different, different <laughs> kinds of oil changes. Um, definitely didn't know that. Um, and they're like, oh, so you just want like the cheapest one? I was like, yes, that one. That's the one I want. <laughs> um, and so then I was like, okay, so like how long do you think it's going to be? And they're like, oh, probably 45 minutes to an hour. And I was like, oh, perfect. So I'll just be walking around Walmart for 45 <laughs> minutes to an hour. 
So I was, yeah, just walking around Walmart. I really needed to find some active dry yeast. I spent an hour looking for it. Never found it. So that was great. And, um, and then, yeah, so then I come back and they're like, oh yeah, we're very backed up today. So it's probably gonna be another 20 minutes. So I really had to just grow in patience, um, that day. Um, and then they're like, okay, you're all set. We changed your air filters. And I was like, great. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I felt like a big girl. I was like, this whole adulting thing, I'm kind of trying to get the hang of it. I kind of got it down now that I know how to get my oil change. Um, but then I like got out and I had like this thing that says like the percentage of my oil change and it was at this exact same thing, about 30%. So I really don't know if they actually ever changed my oils. So yeah, that's kind of my thought no. for the week. I loved it though. We're a little dramatic on here, but I'll take it's it. It's kind of my favorite. <laughs> it's gonna ramp up a little bit. So, <laughs> Haley, what's your rose and thorn? Okay, my thorn for the week was what I ate this week. Last week, I did a really poor job at meal prepping, so I was like, this week I'm going to do a better job. So I like eat healthy things instead of just eating Cheetos and fruit snacks for lunch every day or at school. So I decided I was like, okay, what's the healthiest thing I can think of? Salmon. Salmon was the healthiest thing I could think of to go with brown rice and vegetables that Taylor actually left in the freezer from last semester. <laughs> so I was like, perfect. I made that Sunday. Had to eat that Sunday through Wednesday. And I didn't even like it the first time I ate it. So then I had to eat slowly, get through it the entire week. And it was just not good. But it's like a step up from my overnight oats every day the week before so it was good just a bit of a thorn and then my rose for the week was last weekend I got to do all my favorite outdoorsy things I got to go snowshoeing with some friends and then hiking a very large bluff with some more friends and sliding down it which was kind of an eventful time and then I got to go ice skating multiple times so it was just and then rollerblading during the winter I've never done that before but it was just a bunch of outdoorsy things that I love all in one weekend with some cool people. So yeah. Allie, how about you? What's your rose and thorn of the week? Okay, my rose would have to be driving to school each day. There have been really, really beautiful sunrises, and then when I come home, really, really beautiful sunsets. And so it's been really beautiful because I've been able to either like pray or sing praise and worship music along the way. And it's funny because a couple times, like the songs are like, just like close your eyes and sing. And I like find myself closing my eyes and I'm like, oh, you're driving. Like, wake up, girl. Um, but they've been so beautiful. And so I've been trying to find like that new rhythm in prayer. Um, and the Lord has just really met me there where I'm at, which is in my car. So that's been a gift. And then my thorn for the week uh, was that my dear Jordo's car um, stopped working in a church parking lot. So we were stranded one night and it was okay. Um, it just kind of messed up some plans for a little bit and we had to call a tow truck and his brother and his family came and rescued us, but his mother was driving and getting his permit. And we had to like, we staked out by the car in our van down the street just to make sure that the tow truck actually took the car away. It was a little bit of a saga as well, but it was 
it was fun uh but just a little unfortunate sometimes when those car things happen but taylor i think you can probably relate a little bit so how about you share your rose and thorn for the week yes i'll start with my rose we'll start on a good note so this week I started a long-term subbing position in a fourth and fifth grade classroom, which has been really fun just to be in the classroom and actually teaching and getting to use that degree that, you know, I've worked kind of hard to get. Yes. So that um, has been really fun for me to kind of just get to live out that teacher life a little bit. But my thorn is that with a new job just comes so much transition and there's just been a lot of bumps in my path this week that have made it just hard for me to just I don't know maybe see clearly I've just been getting kind of hit down with thing after thing it feels like um so just to give some good examples here my car brakes just went out when I was driving to move into my new apartment and that was obviously very stressful because you need brakes that's just a non-negotiable feature on a car I would say it's in fact the most important one so that was terrifying but luckily no one got hurt I just was able to pull over a tow truck came and then my mom let me use her car for a few days until mine got fixed and that was fine the next day, I go skiing because I'm in this new town, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to meet new people, right? This is so great. And skiing was pretty good, although I don't know how to ski, so that was <laughs> difficult, but that's a story for another time. Um, but then I lose my driver's license, and I'm just like, dang, Jesus, give me a break, bro. And then school every day, I have to wake up at 5.30 to go, and that's also just a hard part of the transition. It's just all these changes. And while they're all small and not unmanageable, they just add up and you're like, wow, this is so much. But it's still been a gift. Yep. Um, yeah. About <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Um, again, like I said, this isn't where we saw the podcast going this week. We definitely had something else that we were going to talk about. But then our dear friend Taylor here turned 22. Whoop, and whoop. so... Being the girls that we are who like to celebrate, we obviously made a Google Doc, planned this little birthday birthday weekend, um, and maybe we accomplished like two things on the doc, which are like driving to the place and eating pizza, <laughs> and from there it all went downhill. Uh, but we felt like the story was just too good not to share, and we definitely learned things from it. So mm -hmm. we're just going to jump in and show you guys just what happened, but Please believe us, even though it sounds a little janky. Um, we'll start with, we get an Airbnb. Okay, Taylor, what happened with the Airbnb to start off with? So we were like, let's get an Airbnb, ladies. Wouldn't that be so much fun? So I am on the website, you know, searching around. And I'm like, oh, I found this great deal in this cute little town. It will be so much fun. And so we do it. I pay for it. It's all set and ready to go. We are dry. Well, first, the lady contacts me the night that I make the reservation. She goes, so I see you have four adults. That's fine. But really, it fits two. And I say, <laughs> that's fine. We'll just sleep on the floor because that's just the kind of ladies we are. We yeah. don't really need everything to be no, perfect Kaylee by any means. has a mat and a sleeping yeah, bag. Yeah, I packed a mat and a sleeping bag. So, so <laughs> I was just like, no, not a problem. We're still going to stay. And she's like, all right, great. So then the day comes that we are actually supposed to be going to this Airbnb and we're just all driving our little way down there. 
and I get a call approximately 10 minutes before we check in saying, hi, our heater stopped working yesterday. <laughs> and I say, one moment, please. And I call Allie and Haley just to be like, ladies, what's the plan of action here? Are we going to stay here? Or are we not? We decide, though, we can be brave. We can stay. There's space heaters, she told us. The minor detail was that if we turned on the heater, we would get carbon monoxide poisoning, <laughs> but we were willing to risk it. So okay? we decide just to show up there. Right, just yes. not touch the thermostat. Yes. And in theory, that sounded like a good idea. However, it really wasn't. No. So Christine and Taylor arrive before us, and they go to the wrong door, and they meet a nice... Man, Christine really chatted with him the most, so. <laughs> yeah, he was very nice. He asked, oh, um, are you looking for the Airbnb? And I was under the impression that, you know how sometimes you can go to an Airbnb and the people stay there? <laughs> so I was like, oh, are we staying with this guy, Taylor? I mean, this is a little bit sketchy. He seems nice, but also, like, I thought this was going to be a girls weekend. But then he, was, <laughs> then he was really nice and he said, oh, just around the corner. So me and Taylor go. Not go to the door, type in the keypad, um, and we get in. And we realize very quickly, it's pretty cold in there. <laughs> pretty cold. <laughs> when we say cold, it's like probably like 55 degrees, 50 maybe. I would say at that point it was like 60. Maybe 60. Yeah. It just keeps going down from there. Quickly, story of events seem to escalate. Christine puts a pizza in the oven. Haley and Allie arrive at Airbnb and go through their right door. We don't need a shirtless man in his doorway. Um, the pizza's in the oven. We get in. Pretty cold. Smells it a little smells weird. very weird. If you get what we're putting down, it smells weird. <laughs> anyway, the pizza's in the oven. Slight burning smell comes into, into, the, into the air. And we're like, hmm. Why is there smoke coming out of the oven? We open the oven door and out billows smoke. <laughs> but the pizza is not done yet. No. And we were hearing these weird sounds that, like, it sounded like there was about to have a fire started. Right. And which, in essence, there was. So there was inevitably something on the bottom of this oven that was burning. That wasn't the pizza that was, like, there from before, but, like, billowing smoke. So, like, within... Probably two minutes. The entire place was just a haze, and we started coughing. And, and like, remember, it's freezing in this place. Yes. We don't want to open windows and because no it's so cold. But we come down to it, and we say, Why our lungs we? matter. We have to open a window in here. First of all, we're like, hmm, why aren't the fire alarms going off? So we look. There no are smoke none. <laughs> no smoke detectors to be found. There's like so. the spots where they should go, but nothing on them. So that was a wee bit concerning because that's a feature we also like in a home. Yes. <laughs> right. So then I was like, okay, we have to open the window. So I open a window. You know, it's what? Like negative so however many degrees outside. I go into the living room to open the other one. And I'm like, wow, I didn't even have to unlock this. And then I was like, wow, there's not even a screen on it. And then I'm like, wow, we're on street level. And anybody from the outdoors could just pop that window opening. Come on in. But do we leave yet? No. no. So at this point, we are freezing. <laughs> we have smoke in the entire place. The windows don't lock. There's no, like, smoke detectors. The bathroom door didn't shut. There's not a fan in there. We couldn't really get warm water to come out. I tried to open this closet door just to look, and it basically was just a door that was, like, propped between where the closet should have been. Um... So we're just a little bit like, hmm, 
it's fine. You know, there's Elvis magnets on this thing. There's a denim couch. And we're still like, you know what? I think we can do it tonight. I really think we can. We had lots of blankets, so we thought we were set. Yeah, and so we're eating our smoke in our... Or, <laughs> we were eating smoke. We were eating our pizza in our smoke-filled living room, trying to, you know, stay, stay as warm as we could. And all of a sudden... It goes pitch black dark. We blow a fuse. Half of the house is without electricity. And at that point. At that point, we were like, Jesus was telling us we need to get out of here. So we pack those bags. (laughs) And we just leave. (laughs) We got it. Okay. After however many signs, we're like, you know, maybe we shouldn't be here right now. Yeah. And we left. Uh, and we got a hotel, and we all slept on a bed in in a place with heat, and it, and was, it was lovely, very lovely. Heat is not underrated; <laughs> it's so necessary. Anyway, we won't be leaving a bad review by any means, but it was interesting <laughs> to say the least. I did get a refund as well, so it all worked out in the end. It just was kind of a a very dramatic. Couple hours of our life, I would it was say. A saga. Yep. And then we had a really great night. Actually, we did have a really good night. It was it was really good. Yeah. Um. And so yeah, we slept in the hotel or whatever, and we were going. We had this again, nice little Google Doc laid out of what we were going to do today. We were going to go to some cute shops, go to a little pottery place, um, just kind of spend some time in the town being girls, and we pack everything <laughs> up into our cars, check out of the hotel. And then what happened, Taylor? And then I had a major moment of weakness, to say the least. So I'm getting all my stuff packed up in my car, so excited, so ready to go. Um, I know I have my keys with me at this point because I had unlocked my car to put things into it. And then I go back up to the room and I'm like, oh crap, my keys aren't with me. So we're searching the whole room. We're tearing everything apart. We're looking through my purse, looking through all of our bags, all of our cars, all the things. Retracing the steps. Retracing the steps. The really sweet hotel reception lady is helping us to look, and we're so thankful for that. She was very People were all super kind throughout (laughs) this, but I can't find my keys anywhere, and we probably, I would say, in total looked for at least an hour. An hour, probably, and eventually we came to this conclusion of, okay, it's probably locked in my car. I somehow put my bags in there, locked my keys in there, whatever. Not ideal, but it's going to be fine. We call a locksmith guy, and he comes, and he gets it unlocked successfully. After an hour, he came. After an hour, he came. So we have been waiting for about two hours, probably, Sitting by now. Sitting in the hotel lobby, like little orphans, not knowing what to do with ourselves. Very stressed, because I don't always handle these kind of situations super well. I get kind of anxious and just unsure, but it was okay. Because we had a guy coming. Yes. But then the guy comes, and my keys aren't even in my car! So at this point, I start panicking. And then Allie and Haley jump into detective mode because, heck, somebody had to steal these (laughs) keys at some point. So me in my long coat with my coffee cup in hand. Masks on, hats on. Ready to go and interrogate some people in this hotel building. We go in and literally ask the lady, got any security cameras in this place? (laughs) Because we need to see who got those keys. Um, unfortunately they didn't, which was a little unfortunate. So Taylor 
together, made a few more phone calls. Made some calls, was gonna get some guy out there to like make me a key. Or tow or her car. Or tow my car. It was such a mess. I had so many different operations going on at once. It was crazy. I felt like a mad woman. Um, but then I just, so I walk up the stairs and I say, no, I'm checking our room one more time. And as I go up there, I just am like, Jesus, I'm done. I don't know what lesson you're trying to teach me, but I want to be finished now because I am very stressed and we need to go because our whole day is gone now pretty much. And I come back down. I'm like, they're not there. They're gone. I just have to get a new key made. But then there's just this little inkling in me that says, have you checked your pant pocket yet? <laughs> and I was like, of course I've checked my pant pocket. Jesus, who do you think I am? And then I check it. And lo and behold, it's in my jean pocket, and I about die from embarrassment because that is not who I would like to think of myself as. I'm normally a little bit more attentive to what's on me, but I was not attentive in that moment. But these sweet girls were so not even mad at me, which, get yourself some friends like that, but it was crazy. Major humility moment. We literally tore apart the couch cushions in the hotel <laughs> lobby christine and i moved the couch in the hotel lobby we were looking through the garbage <laughs> we all opened our bags and searched our bags like tsa does at an airport yes. like sure i was like crawling under the car like where are these stupid keys i was digging through the snow we looked everywhere we for two hours triple aid man come to unlock the car alarms were so oh. So loud, and they wouldn't stop. And I was like, "Her battery is going to drain if we do not make this stop." I sat in the car for a little bit just to make sure it wouldn't lock if we shut the car door. And then we were staking out from the hotel as well, like because the car was unlocked at that point, just to make sure the person who hypothetically stole the keys didn't come back and take her car. <laughs> we know this all sounds very like. Just girls, girls, girls. But in the moment, it felt so it was real. A two and a half hours, three hour event. Yes. <laughs> it was emotionally draining. But it so really funny. <laughs> but the good news is we still were able to have a really beautiful day after the fact. We still were able to do our shopping and our sweet lunch and all these great things that we had planned. But the Lord had, I think, a little lesson in it for us. For sure. I think it was so good for us to recognize after the fact um, that even when we have the Google Doc, even when we have everything perfectly planned out, that sometimes and oftentimes life just happens and we don't always have the best plan. But the Lord still brings so much goodness from it. Um, it was so good for us, I think, because we've all definitely had moments in life and I'm sure you all have as well. But it just gets a little messy and it really is Beautiful to see how you respond in those situations because, yes, maybe we were a little extra and wild, but I don't think we ever necessarily, like, lost hope. We just kept moving forward instead of just sitting and being like, we can't do anything from here. We can't move, uh, which is sometimes the way that we really want to act in those situations, but we kept moving forward. Um, I think it's oftentimes said in our culture you need to be flexible, right? You have to be willing to kind of change your plan a little bit. You know, you have to be willing to tweak things. Yes. But I think what the Lord is really speaking to my heart, at least through all this, is no, you have to be more than flexible. You have to be straight up liquid sometimes. You have to be willing to totally turn the plan upside down. You have to be willing to go wherever I lead you, and it might not be what you have in mind. So you can't just, it can't be enough just to be 
spiritually flexible. You have to be spiritually fluid and go wherever the spirit is taking you because it won't be enough. That's so good because if you're just flexible, like if you imagine like this hairband that I have right now, like it can only stretch so far to where it doesn't stretch anymore. And if you have like water in like a glass, it can take, water takes on the shape of anything that it's in. And that's really what we're called to be is to take on the shape of whatever we need to in the moment that we need to. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, being liquid and being fluid in those moments is really what we're called to do just in any response to life, mm -hmm. the little and the big things that happen, which was a really good lesson to be reminded of and kind of a silly, but just a really beautiful way as well. And I think being fluid also like goes back to like the virtue of docility, where we just have to go wherever the Holy Spirit leads us and to trust the Lord that his plan is so much bigger than our plans. Yeah, which can be so hard to do because we have it so in our mind, I think, how it it should be. But at the end of the day, we actually don't know. Mm -hmm. We have to just be open. Right. And the beautiful thing is, out of all of the things that happened this weekend, we still are alive, which is really That's the thing. The beautiful. Lord never stopped being faithful to us. There was probably moments where I stopped trusting, mm -hmm. but he never stopped helping me because he's true. too good for that. Very, very true. Yeah, there's a beautiful line from Daniel chapter 3, verse 18 that says, and if not, he is still good. And I think that we've, again, encountered that a lot, and it still continues to reign true in every single, any, every single thing that happens to us throughout life. And if not... He is still good. Mm -hmm. Amen. So I think <laughs> that's kind of where I see the gardener working, um, particularly this week. We'll see what he has in store as we continue throughout mm -hmm. this week. But um, I don't know. Do you guys have any other areas that you're you're seeing him work in? Yeah, I think for me this week it has been kind of being fluid because my prayer routine has been so different this week compared to like past weeks and still trying to figure that out. But just remembering like, the Lord just wants you to show up and just even if it's in small pockets of time and that's all you have, that's where he wants you the most. Mm. And that's what he's just been kind of instilling in me this week. So good. I think the Lord through all my little ups and downs that I've been having is just really trying to teach me how to be gentle with myself and recognizing that I don't have to be perfect and he doesn't expect that and nor do the people who I'm with. So teach me to be gentle with myself, but then also recognizing that it's okay to lean on others when I'm feeling a little brought down. Um, so I can lean on the people I'm living with. I can lean on my great friends and my family because that's why they're there. They're not just there for the good moments. They're there for every single moment in between. So I think that's what the Lord's been kind of speaking to my heart this week. Um, yeah, I guess for me, the way that God has really just been speaking to me is just really just to trust him in everything and to really just to surrender to his will. Like, yes, this weekend had a lot of like ups and downs, but like I wouldn't have wanted it like any other way. Like, I think it was the weekend that God wanted us to have. Like we have all these plans, all these visions for like what our life, what we want our life to be like. But it doesn't matter really what we want. It matters what God wants because God knows us better than anyone. He knows our heart. He knows our desires and he will make our desires like he will satisfy us. 
he's the only one that will fully satisfy us in life. And I think that's just something that he's been really reminding me of, um, to just really trust in him and to really surrender to his will, um, no matter what. And it can be hard. It can be very difficult to let go. Um, because I think a lot of us really like the control aspect of things. We like to be independent. And that's a lot of what like our world tells us is to be independent people, to do what you want, to live the life you want to live. But um, yeah, God's plan is so much bigger than that. And we constantly have to just trust in that plan and remember that he is always good and he is always watching out for us. So good. Well, thank you all for listening to all of that. Hopefully, <laughs> Sorry if it sounded just like a bit dramatic. We're Got happy it. you sat with us through the drama. Mm-hmm. We really are. We hopefully hope that you could laugh or just imagine it and be like, wow, that that was a funny sight. Mm-hmm. So, or maybe you can even relate to it in some way because we all have those valley moments and it's okay to sit in the valley sometimes. Very true. Tay, would you like to close this in prayer? I would love to close this in prayer. So this week we thought it'd be super fitting if we close with the serenity prayer um, just because it totally ties into our topic from today. So let's pray. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, Amen. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. All right. Well, we will catch you guys next week. See ya. And also a big thank you to our dear friend, Christine, for hopping on the podcast with us today. We're so happy you could be here. Thank you guys for having me. Of course. All right. We'll catch you next week. Thank you so much for walking with us today. We hope that you can encounter the garden of your soul this week. If you haven't already, give us a follow on Instagram at Living in the Garden Podcast and tune in with us next week. Until then, peace out.